Today in Business from Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy to use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60 day trial at shipstation.com slash tech news. That's shipstation.com slash tech news. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Here's today's spoken edition of Wired. Fighting a wildfire in Texas. Building a network to connect 40 million people to the internet. Cutting pollution with chainsaws. Hear Chubb customers tell their stories at chubb.com slash podcast. And stay tuned after the show to hear how a burst pipe in a family's house led to an adventure. Page Not Found. A Brief History of the 404 Error by Anna Weiner. The notorious 404 error, not found, is often not totally erroneously referred to as the last page of the Internet. It's an obligatory heads-up with an outsized reputation. It's a meme and a punchline. Bad puns abound. The error has been printed in comics and on T-shirts, an accessible and relatable facet of what was once relegated to nerd humor and is now a fact of digital life. That the 404 should have crossover appeal seems fitting. It is near universal and inherently emotional, pure disappointment, the announcement of an unanticipated problem. It's also a reminder that technology, and the web in particular, is made by humans and therefore fallible. The Internet, after all, is hardly a well-oiled machine. It's more like a version of the Garden of Earthly Delights built by unidirectional hypertext and populated by broken links, corrupted image files, and incomplete information. Not long after it happened, the error code began to enjoy or endure its share of lore. In the early 2000s, the idea bubbled up that the 404 came from, well, Room 404, that this room housed the web's first servers at CERN, the European Organization for Nuclear Research in Switzerland, that worldwide web inventor Tim Berners-Lee had his office there, that he frequently could not be found. Sai, wrote Robert Kaliau, a pioneer with Berners-Lee, of the hypertext structure that led to the web. When asked for comment on the 404 error, he seemed less than thrilled to be approached with what he called trivia. Kaliau was adamant that the mythology is hogwash. Error codes were necessity, but not a center-stage concern. When you write code for a new system, you don't waste too much time writing long messages for the situations in which you detect an error, Kaliau wrote in an email to me. Memory was, at the time, also an issue. Longer messages were impractical. Modern geeks have no longer any idea what it was like to program with 64K of memory, he wrote. The solution was straightforward. Designate numerical ranges for error categories. This was done in Kalilo's telling according to the whims of the programmer. 
Client errors fell into the 400 range, making 400 a relatively arbitrary assignation for not found. Kalinow was adamant 404 was never linked to any room or any physical place at CERN, he wrote. That's a complete myth. When asked if he had any theories about why the error so enchanted people, Kalilau wrote, I don't even have a hunch about the 404 fascination, and frankly, I don't give a damn. The sort of creativity that goes into 404 response pages is fairly useless. The mythology is probably due to the irrational denial of evidence and preference for the fairy tale over reality that is quite common in the human species. These human traits were relatively innocent in the past when individual influence was small and information spread slowly. Today, and in no small way due to the existence of the net, these traits have gained a power that is dangerous. As examples, he cited the election of Donald Trump, the deterioration of the EU, meek political responses to gun violence, and the proliferation of euphemism climate change. Or the fascination could just be a dash of humanity, an appreciation that the Internet is made by humans, and humans, especially on the Internet, are often bored. Whatever the appeal, the 404 is firmly cemented in the mainstream. Even Hillary Clinton's campaign website displayed a photograph of the presidential candidate trying and failing to swipe a Metro card, a sort of oh-me auto-eye roll. It's now a place where corporate voice roams free, chummily emphasizing or leveling with the thwarted user. In other words, a branding opportunity. Or perhaps it's just a way of breaking down the fourth wall. Tumblr takes a cheeky approach. There's nothing here unless you were looking for this error page, in which case, congrats, you totally found it. Pixar's 404 page reads, Aw, don't cry, it's just a 404 error, next to an illustration of the sadness character from Inside Out. Bloomberg offers a triptych animation of a man slapping a computer off a desk, then spontaneously breaking into pieces. The latter is a little bizarre and slightly dramatic. Then again, who among us hasn't been there, especially while en route to somewhere else? This podcast was made possible by Chubb. Hear how a burst pipe in a family's house led to an adventure right now. We walk inside and it's raining. Our home was ruined. We couldn't live there. Our first concern was the kids. This was going to be hard on them. Chubb got us a place to stay in the same school district. Otherwise, it could have been a nightmare. Chubb turned a disaster into an adventure for our kids. And no one missed a day of school? Hear more stories at chubb.com slash podcast. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more— and they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.